I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break them 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 chains. You gotta break them. Ultimate Bachelor with Keys to Life, uh, talking today about the positives of 2020 and uh, looking and also looking at how, what's the best way to put that? Looking at some things that people have called negative, looking at them in a more positive light, right? Reframe it, as you say. Absolutely. You know, just trying to really finish this year off right and uh, think about some of the positive things that have happened this year. Just bring borders into 2021, right? think it's huge just to have that positive mindset because positivity breeds positivity yeah yeah what's what movie was that oh no i was watching good girls i started watching good girls the series Mm -hmm. and she's talking about money as a boomerang like when you put she was joking but she was saying when you put money out there money comes back like you can't just like sit there and hold on to your money which i do kind of agree with like investing and all that stuff you put it out there it comes back but positivity I definitely believe when the more you put out, the more you get back. Thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it, it just takes one, right? And when you're around people and you start sharing positive things, they ultimately become positive. Um, you know, the, the old saying goes, what, misery loves company? So yeah. you start being negative, uh, things start going south real quick. And that becomes, yeah. you know, you become a product of your environment for sure. For sure, I'm putting a, a timer for us here. So I just set that for 25 minutes, so we we keep it good. Thing we're gonna yeah. go for 30 minutes. We're gonna are we are we gonna try and shorten them all up or just this one? Say that again. Are we gonna shorten them all up or just this one? Uh, you know, we'll just play it by ear, right? I think uh, okay. if we stay on topic, you know, we like to jump down rabbit holes. You're okay. Little, yeah. You sound a little far away too, by the way. I do. Mm-hmm. I need to get closer to the mic. I'm in there. Is that better? Uh, it's still a little faint, but... I wonder if that's a connection, which it'll be fine on IG. We could take the recording off there, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with Zoom today. <laughs> but nonetheless, we're... So we've got... So quickly, you know, just to list some of the things positive for me in 2020, you know, obviously the ability to get my house done because um, I was rehabbing that ability to spend more time on the boat, more time with my kids just because they don't live around here. And when they're not in school, um, it gave me more time trying to think. What else? Um, You had a career move this year, right? No, that was last year. That was before COVID. Yeah, so not not a career move. I'm trying to think just anything else. I mean, mostly was focused around, like, my house and the boat because you're talking about – my house was done in May, really was on the boat like end of June and still worked on the house. So really, I mean, I think that's about it. What about you? Oh, up until like October, November, I think. There was like a 60 degree day. You was out there 
all the way up until yeah October, i'm out there i'm uh all my people outside and going in <laughs> <laughs> for sure what you drinking oh, um passion fruit juice what you drinking uh that's uh high quality h2o yeah i don't drink enough of that i gotta get on that but uh oh i started yeah, running I, I started running that's the last that's oh, a big yeah. thing to have it running I wasn't really a runner. I was more of a stairs guy, which I just got a new machine, but none the same. Go ahead. What about you? Yeah, I think uh, this year, um, career-wise, I was able to really hone in on my job and focusing on that, um, you know, being able to work from what, home. What does that mean, hone in? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when you're, able, when you're going in the office, there's a lot of distractions and um, you know, sometimes you pull them in different ways and, you know, your time is spread out between your commute and working. And uh, so I was able to work a little bit more, um, you know, the time I normally be commuting. Uh -huh. I was able to work and focus on that and uh, got some opportunities coming up here uh, as a result of that. So that's been good. Um, being able to work a little bit around the house, get some projects done. Yeah, not yeah. finish some of those projects. I still have some things to do. Uh, that I, what, what projects are you doing? Because me, I like to call myself a renaissance man. So I like to feel like I can do anything, like with a couple YouTube videos and some, some advice from the hardware store. Like, what do you feel comfortable doing project-wise? Um, anything that involves building and cutting, um, you know, mathematical type stuff. Um, framing, you know, I built a, a lifting platform this year. Some well, I was about to say, I was about to say, your whole gym is a is a work of art. And actually, now that I say that, I, I want like a quick little like three or four second video pan because I've only only seen the one side that has the uh, squat rack and and all that. Yeah, you, I actually just took one the other day, so I'll send it to you. Uh, yeah, send it to me. Yeah, yeah. So I did that. Um, it still got my basement project to do with the theater room. Um, so that's a work in progress. Um, yeah. Then now I am rental, uh, renovating the the bathroom upstairs. And how many how many seats you putting in the theater? Uh, there's four over there right now. Yeah, that's what I got. I got four what? of them, like reclining. Oh yeah. Yeah, you don't want too many people in your theater. <laughs> For sure, they might get too comfortable, stay a little too long. Right. So, quick question. What do you use your theater for? Are you a are you a uh, sports game guy in the theater? Are you actually watching movies? Do you just like some people just like to watch all their TV in the, in the a lot theater? Of things you can do. Uh, I, I've streamed church from the theater. I mean, 100 inch projection at church stream. I mean, that's like that's like being there live, right? Yeah, I'm about to run out of battery. That's what I'm doing on my computer. This guy never prepared. I'm back. I'm back. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, you know, movies, sports, uh, you know, anytime that you're able to get some people together. I mean, pre-COVID, you know, we'd have get-togethers, uh, cater some food in, and just hang out, chill. Um, how many How many people would you have at your in your basement pre-COVID? Uh, at the old house, I mean, we'd have 15, 20 people. I mean, we had bar seating and everything else. Yeah. Um, now it's a little bit smaller, cozier, so. Yeah. Um, anywho. The yep. same back on topic. Okay, getting back. So yeah, yeah. Finish, finish your positives, and let's go to the next. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, just being able to spend more time with the boys and kids and stuff and, um, you know, them being able to see dad in my element, you know, me working, working out, uh, working out from home, you know, the kids have been able to come outside and, and uh, you know, see that and, and want to do some pull-ups and things like that. So it's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I think, I think everyone is probably surprised with, with the amount not with the amount of time they've got to spend with family. I think I think people don't think about spending more time with their family, but now that they've been forced to, I think that's been a positive result for almost everybody. I haven't heard anyone complaining about like, oh, dude, I'm ready to get away from my family. Well, I mean, it, well, it depends, right? I, like right now, I mean, having both kids at home, one's doing, uh, you know. They're, they're virtual learning? Yep. They're not in school at all? Uh, so from Thanksgiving through the first of the year or 11th of the year, yeah. January 11th, uh, he's completely virtual, right? Okay. So it's literally 8 a.m. to 3.15. Right. So that's a big pull. And I think a lot of families have struggled with that, uh, just finding that balance, especially if they're trying to work or if they have to leave their home, if they're an essential worker and they're leaving their home to go to work, right? I think that it's been a struggle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's definitely given them an opportunity to bond a little bit more with their kids, uh, and, and help them develop and really understand what their kids are going through in school as well. Uh, and have a little, play, have a little um, empathy there because it's, it's tough. It's tough for the kids. It's tough for the parents there. But, um, you know, just reframing that as it's been an opportunity for parents to really. Well, well don't, get ahead, don't get ahead of yourself. But yes, I agree. It, it is an opportunity for, for parents to spend time with their kids, if you didn't hear what he said. But the next portion of this, was supposed to be reframing, right? So everyone has something negative to say about this year, right? Every meme, every caption is 2020 has screwed us, right? If 2020 was a meme, it'd be this. Or if 2020 yeah. was a baseball team or a football team, it'd be, you know, this, right? Um, you know, and, and, and I think uh, that's our that's the society we lived in. We've talked about it before, right? Um, we We, most people enjoy poking fun or the negativity and we thrive on that right i think that that's a tough thing for us to overcome but in order to really gain momentum and come out of 2020 stronger we got to see the positives that have come out of this uh i've I've had a good year yeah and i I mean i haven't i haven't made as much money as i maybe would make but literally that's the only the only downside of 2020 i've had a good year let me ask you this, Alex. When does growth happen? I, I probably don't give the PC answer with this because, and this is going to sound really cliche and really douchey, but I've, I feel like that's a hard question for me to answer because I've built my whole life around growth. I've built my whole life about not not ever being okay right where I'm at. So let me, let me, I, I, let me I don't know. That. I don't know the answer. Let me I don't know the answer for everyone else. It would be my answer. Yeah. Let me, let me rephrase that then. Yeah. So um, would you, would you agree with this statement? You grow the most when you're faced with obstacles or challenges in your life. No. Wow. Not me, not me. Maybe other people, uh, but not, but not me. 
You you wanted me to disagree with you more? Here it is. Hey, no. I love it. I think that was just on purpose too, because here here's the reality, right? I think 2020 has given us a challenge. It's challenged us. It's challenged us to think differently, move differently, be right. different right. than anything we've ever been used to. From the way that we go to the grocery store to the way that we, uh, you know, so, socially interact. I mean, yeah. think about Zoom. We're Zooming right now. I know, but I always I always use Zoom for my podcast though. But we've we've been in person. Yeah, yeah. Right? We, uh, but now we've had zero podcasts since we started doing this again. We've had zero in person podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But I'm uh, but that's because we don't live in the same place. I know what you're saying. What I'm saying is, for me personally, mm-hmm. I can honestly say, and I had to think about that. You heard me pause earlier. I can honestly yeah. say, I make sure that my growth doesn't only come when I'm faced with obstacles, right? I didn't say only. Yeah, no, I know. But but, 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 but but you said the most. You did say the most. If you get punched in the face right now and Mm -hmm. you face adversity, are you going to crumble or are you going to step up to the plate? Right. But what I'm saying is, and I preach this and I tell this to everyone, I am always looking to grow, right? And, And my example of that is that because I know this as a fact, if I won the lottery today, like people ask you that question, what would you do if you won the lottery? If I, I won the lottery, I would never win that. You don't gamble. No. We'll talk about that in two seconds. <laughs> if I won the lottery today, I would go to law school. And everyone's like, what? And I'm like, I don't need, obviously I wouldn't need to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a lawyer. I would go to law school because I, I genuinely interested in law and I would want to learn about it. Okay. And so when I go to the gym, right, I don't have an obstacle because the gym's right over here. (laughs) I don't have an obstacle when I step into the gym, but it's not like because I'm feeling bad one day, I'm going to grow more than today just when I go in there and whatever. And that's, we always use a gym example, but I say in everything I do, I'm trying to grow all the time. And that, you know, honestly, is a, it's yeah, a big... so, so just talk about the gym in general, right? Yeah. Didn't you used to go to Lifetime and go to work, to facilities to work out pre-COVID? Yep. So an obstacle was thrown in your face. Yep. Where gyms closed. And you've now had to refocus on how you train to get better. For sure. But I don't know that I train any harder now than I did then. It is funny that I talk to a lot of people and they're like, man, this COVID thing is hard because I don't have the same motivation to work out that I had then. Like, I don't, like there was something about being around people and being in the gym and working out with a partner and all that stuff. Yeah, I can do workouts at home, but I'm motivated. I feel the exact same. Like, I feel compelled to go hard the same days I would go hard and I feel lazy the same days I feel lazy. I don't feel any different than when I went to a gym. So here's why, here's why I can tell you why you've been blessed enough to be in a financial place that has enabled you to have a gym at your house. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fair. I said that from the start. I said, it's me. It's not, it's not everyone else, but for me, because it'd be a lot. So let's talk about about the 99% of people. And I want to be clear that I was, I know I'm not acting like I'm any better than anyone else, but I know I'm an anomaly that I'm always trying to grow to a fault sometimes. Like sometimes I just need to like be okay with. I call bullshit, but that's just me. 
But see the see the easy answer there would have been to say yes. It would have been easier but just to say yes. Who, who who would say that? I, I try to grow so much to a fault. Not not grow, but but yeah, I'm always looking for the next thing. It's too much. Sometimes you sometimes you need to just like be okay. So you're never satisfied, is what I'm hearing. I, I'm a big Hamilton. Have you seen Hamilton the musical? No. Wow. Okay. Let's move on to the next thing. Yeah, please. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch Hamilton. You can log into my Disney Plus. I'm a huge Hamilton fan. I'm always listening to the soundtrack. Hey, have, you not even heard the soundtrack? You haven't even popped our soundtrack on Apple uh, iTunes? The soundtrack, it's a rap soundtrack. It's, I guarantee I'm going to send you some songs, and then we're going to talk about them on the next podcast. You're going to think they're hard, but satisfied. Satisfied satisfy because I can. there's a song called Satisfied on there that you, it's about never being satisfied. You would have understood if you've seen it. Anyways, go ahead. Is your theme, your walkout music would be, would be that song? Yeah. Don't play me because I'll put it on right now, <laughs> and, and everybody will hear it. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because we need to get to reframing. In a second. Yeah, I mean, because – and the reason why I was bringing that up in general, right, because I think that when people face obstacles, you have, there's two ways to go, right? Yeah. You have two options. You either fold and you do woe is me or you find a way to overcome that. And yeah. I think that for most people, 2020 has gotten them out of their comfort zone to expand their horizons and their thought processes and how they how they function every single day. Yeah. And, and I know that you say, no, I'm not growing during the, during challenges. That's not when I grow. I didn't say that. I just said that's not the, when I feel like I grow the most. I, I wasn't sure that that's when I grow the most. That's what I, I said. I can almost guarantee this to down to if I was a gambler, right? Yeah. Oh, I got to go there too. They've had, you've had more changes in the in the way that you do things this year than the past 10 years combined for sure i didn't say i haven't right. what i said is you asked me a specific question that i answered you can't be mad at me no i'm not i'm just challenging yeah. how you answered it yeah for sure that's what i do for sure <laughs> so you i can tell it's because you're mad i got this new background nah and because i got and because i adjusted my camera angle now you got to come with me about something <laughs> You must have watched Hamilton last night and put that sheet up and think, think it's uh, closed curtains out here. <laughs> no, I, I listen to Hamilton more often than I should. I'll admit that and, and have growth every time I listen. So, so let's talk about, let's talk about reframing, reframing right? Sure. So number one, the object of reframing is to think about a negative situation yep. in a positive light. And so how, how, oh, sorry. Can you, can you let me finish? You know what? You said you said you wanted more combativeness in the, in the podcast. I'm, I'm giving you what you need. I'm giving you what you need. You asked for this. All right, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Screen on you. Uh, so reframing. The whole point of reframing is to look at something that is normally looked at in a negative light and reframe it into a positive. Right. Right. For example. This year you haven't made as much money financially as you had in previous years. Right. right. The reframe to that could be um, this year I was able to budget uh, a lot more accurately uh, to reflect some growth in the stock market or savings accounts, yeah. and eliminate unnecessary purchases that in years previously I would have made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, question. Are we going to do an exercise? 
Like, do you want me to throw a negative out? I, and you're, I'm just you're, giving examples of people right yeah. now. I'm going to get into that. Yeah. I, I wanted the audience to understand what reframe means for anyone that doesn't understand that. So before we go into the exercise, what's the point of reframing though? Like why, 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 why does it even matter to reframe it? Because to you, because people tend to have negative outlooks on things that could really have some type of positivity to it. Right. Changing your mindset into being shifting from a negative to a positive. And we, we discussed earlier in the podcast, right? The more positive you, you, um, you think or say snowballs, right? To not yeah, just true. In your in your outlook, but the people around you. True, throwing throwing that positivity out there. Correct. Okay, so now can we do the exercise? Yes, if you'd like to do that exercise, we can do the exercise. <laughs> Would you like to do the exercise? Yeah, let's, let's start. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me, so let me, think, let me what, think of a negative. Let me think of a negative. negative. I got a negative for you. Yo, you gonna? I got I gotta start with a reframe. Yeah, I just gave an example. Okay, go ahead. What's the question? All right. This year, I was not able to spend time with my extended family. You just stole my first one. So I got to reframe it? I'm reframing it? Yes, sir. I was able, but I was able to spend a lot more time introspectively. And this is actually true of me. So this, I'm actually, can, is that okay for me to do? I mean, aren't we sharing truths? Yeah, yeah. So, about so this this is true for me because I really do get a lot of energy off of other people. I'm really dependent on um, the energy and the feeling I get around people. There's never ever too much around other people for me. And I honestly did. There were some nights when the boat t- time was over and it wasn't all the way freezing yet that I had to really just spend some nights alone like where I'd normally just like fill it, right? I would just, I'd maybe go, you know, tell somebody, hey, let's meet at a bar, let's grab some wings, or I'd, or I'd figure something out, right? But there were some nights where I, I literally just had to like sit there and just kind of be in my own thoughts. And uh, and sometimes those nights I would just like cook for myself because that's therapeutic for me. And like I, I, I'd catch myself at the end and be like, yo, I was really just like thinking that whole time through. Um, so how would you reframe that? I'd reframe it and say, hey, I was able to spend more time with myself and understand me better. I know that sounds really cliche, but really, really was able to understand me better and and um, and and kind of feel, allow myself to feel being alone as well as um, what's a better way to put it? Um, I don't know. I, I think that's the best way to put it, Riley. Just, just feel myself being alone in my own thoughts. Um, l- learn myself better, really, because I, re- I realize how dependent I am on being around other people. Yeah, that's good. I would, uh, if I were to reframe that for myself, I would say that um, I use this year as an opportunity to engage with uh, friends and family that uh, I normally would not have, yeah. and I would connect with them socially and checking on them uh, and be conscious of that contact with them that I previously, you know, in years past wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, this is, this is, I think this will be a tough one. 
and we always go to like working out and gym stuff. I hate it. But at the same time, it, it's important to both of us because we spend a lot of time in the gym. But mm-hmm. so this year I was not able to go to the gym. And so. Yeah. Uh, so this year I, um, I was able to learn and figure out ways to be creative with my workout regimen and um, building a, a stronger foundation uh, in my home environment. Mm. I think for me, the answer to that would be, yeah, I mean, your answer, obviously, plus I think it forced me to build a different type of motivation, right? Because um, I feel same thing I said for the last answer, I get energy off of being around people, right? Like, you know, some people get so mad at, at like people in the gym making a whole bunch of noise, throwing up a whole bunch of weight, dropping the weights, all that stuff. I feel like that gets me going. But, you know, finding, I literally feel like I've tuned into a different type of motivation. One, because it makes it more convenient, right? So now my work, working out is more convenient, takes less time out of my day because there's no commute. Um, but, but, but yeah, getting creative, trying some, doing different stuff. Like I said, I started running because – I don't have the stairs. Stairs is what I normally do for cardio. Basketball is what I normally do for cardio. I started running, which has brought about a different, uh, I feel like different result to my body, you know, all that stuff. I mean, you could have been out there like above the rim, man, playing your imaginary friend, you know, you no, there's, the, the, backboard and- the funny thing is here in Chicago, they took the rims off of most of the uh, uh, public. Man, like, you, don't uh, got no, you don't got no uh, plastic square uh, oh yeah you know i got one you know i got you know i got one but what i was going to say is next to my house though there's a private school that has a court out there and the city couldn't take the rims off of that so 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 you know the park was popping <laughs> I, was, I was in there a couple times getting it in but you know what I, I really just was focused on other stuff and uh and spending less time playing basketball which i was doing quite a bit in the gym so yeah. Anyways, you're, you're next going. Yeah, next reframe. Uh, this year, I wasn't able to travel as much as I would like to. Have. E, that's crazy because, you know, I fly free. So travel is a big thing to me. Um, I wasn't able to travel as much. So I really did get more projects done around the house that I, I, I normally wouldn't because I really did love to travel on the weekends because, like I said, I fly free. So there really wasn't a reason not to. Um, so, so projects around the house, just, just getting stuff done, errands, all that stuff. I th- I felt like I did a lot more efficiently. Yeah, actually that's what, that's my, uh, my reframe as well is I was able to spend the time, uh, that I normally would travel, uh, getting projects done around the house and focusing on, you know, upkeep and things that I normally would not have. Yeah. See, this one is for you. I don't really go into an office, but I wasn't able to go into the office and so you kind of touched on it before, but. Um, I was able to um, get a creative workspace in, in my basement and really focus in on uh, spending more quality time working instead of spending 15, 30 minutes at the water cooler, you know, talking and, and shooting the shit with my coworkers uh, and use that commute time as, uh, you know, a positive to be able to spend time with the family or spend more time working, right? Yeah, work to five thirty versus five, or yeah, you know, working till seven. So yeah, yeah. For me, it didn't change very much, to be honest. So, so I really can't answer that because you know, hospitals, 
were probably the most integral part of what we were doing. So Sal's still in there. So there's that. That was the buzzer. I don't know how long we've been on this, but um, about thirty. It's about thirty. You want to hit one more? of it going back and forth arguing, but you know. I wasn't arguing. Oh shit. <laughs> Anyways, what you do want do one more though and then we'll wrap up and then go from there. Uh this one's gonna hit home quite a bit for you. Um I had to change my visitations with uh my kids. Mine got better, so that's not really a good one. Yeah, because you know, not being in the same state, obviously all of us you know, me seeing my kids is literally limited to when when they can come and or me going there. Um, so the fact that, you know, there was extended periods that they weren't in school, um, including a, a COVID scare to where they had to stay with me for like seven or eight days. Um, I mean, we didn't really have COVID and everyone was fine. So, you so know. How would you recommend someone reframe that if they if that was a, a scenario? I, th- I think it would be, yeah, well, yeah, to, you know what, actually, you're, you're right, because during the height of COVID, I didn't see them at all during that, right? Um, man, that one's tough, actually. I think, yeah, the re- say, say the exact words again, you said? Uh, because of COVID, um, I had, I wasn't able to spend time uh, with my kids. Yeah, and I, and I actually do know the truth to this. I actually really did value the time that we did get to spend, right? Because during the height of COVID, we, we weren't together as much. And then it came a time where we could be together a ton, right? And so for me, it's, it's put my, you know, my big thing is putting my phone down. I just can't um, doing different things with them. Um, I was excited when they got to come. We got to go on the boat together. Um, and, and, and they're just, you know, you're talking about really just like March to, can't remember when I got to see him again. But, I mean, you're talking about two or three months, right? So, I mean, you know, a six, no, eight-year-old, 10-year-old, 14-year-old, um, you know, they, in two, three months, they're totally different. Yeah. Two, it's crazy. Um, so, just, just really valuing, really helped me lock in and value the time with them after that time where I didn't get to see them for for quite a bit. Yeah, I would say something very similar. I would just say that uh, I was able to uh, really appreciate uh, the past when I was able to spend that time together and really appreciate it even more when I did get that time, uh, you know, during COVID and make it more memorable and really be in the moment. during that time so yeah yeah I, I mean I, I always struggle with that with everything so so um still a work in progress for me but but uh but yeah I was gonna say about gambling though before we get to the summaries it's funny you say that because that is my whole idea around the lottery stuff because I do play the lottery but I don't gamble any other way because my thought process is say I spend two hundred dollars a year on the lottery, right? That's way less than if I was actually like engaged in gambling, even if it was just poker with friends, all that stuff. And I limit it to that only because I also think even though your odds are nothing, it has the biggest reward because 
probably most of the time you're going to lose when you're just doing normal gambling. Obviously, you play poker with friends, you're going to have wins, loss, whatever. But just going to a casino and, and doing – because um, I, I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about this? Like, I mean, you would know better than me. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a gambler. I don't know what, what to do in a casino. I don't know any of that stuff. But I, I do know you lose money in that month. And so – 2020, I was able just to just stay more focused on not gambling, uh, less temptations. Is it a struggle? Uh, can we talk about it or no? Nah, this ain't the this ain't the time. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, I do want to get to that. We talked about it. We on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna launch. I'm gonna launch a podcast specifically talking about that topic. It'll yeah. probably be two, three, maybe four podcasts. Um, just breaking down. We can know, we can tell them why I'm saying that though, right? What? Can we say that? Can we tell them why I'm saying that? Yeah, sure. I'm a recovering gambler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, once again, the reason why I'm always like down to talk about it is because I just don't understand it, right? I'm such a tightwad that I would lose it if I lost five dollars in a casino. Mm-hmm. I would lose my. I'm, I'm literally thinking about it all week. We talked about it before, but yeah, I'm I'm upset all week. I lose five dollars in a casino, so I just don't. So to me, someone who like has a problem where they can't stay away from it is just so foreign. You know what I mean? So, um, so no, I, I hope I hope you and I get to talk about that. And, you know, obviously a lot of people struggle with that because everyone thinks like, and I don't want to get too far into it, but everyone thinks gambling means you're in a casino gambling. Like, no, I mean, like gambling on the basketball court, gambling on the golf course, gambling, you know, throwing dice. Yeah. You know, there'll be so a much. podcast for that. We'll talk about that at some point. For sure. Uh, you know, obviously the, the focus of today's podcast is really to focus on 2020 and the effects of Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, um, my thoughts on 2020 is, like I said, I feel like I've had a better year than most. I think a lot of the reason why I have is is exactly what we're talking about here. Like I've reframed, changed my mindset to just adjust to what the circumstances are and, and how, you know, this is, this is just the way it's going to be moving forward. Um, you know, taking taking my lumps just like everyone else right made less money i feel like can't go to the gym which is where i spent a lot of time for different reasons um can't spend time around people the way you know i'm i'm accustomed to and used to and uh and still feel like i've had a a a great year so um i don't know if that's strictly because i've reframed or because maybe i've done but you know just had a better year than most but but I, I think reframing and, and having a positive outlook, that boomerang of positivity uh, has done a lot of it. So, Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I think, uh, you know, you know, we, we touched on a lot today in regards to, you know, how 2020 uh, affected people and how they, you know, had to overcome, you know, with the financial struggles, uh, you know, their kids being virtual learning. Uh, but I think there's a lot of key takeaways that, you know, if you look back at 2020 and you're, you're looking forward into 2021, you can say, hey, if I can if I can do this and manage, whether I'm a single mom or, uh, you know, single dad or, you know, I, I lost my job and got a new job. You know, I had a, a great friend of mine who lost his job in the middle of the pandemic, uh, you know, and bounced back better, you know, with a right. better job, right? Right. Um, and and, and the, that's all preparation, right, that led up to that, that he – you know, 
before is qualifications, everything else, right? But, you know, for the people that with remote learning and, and got that opportunity to really be more hands-on with their kids when, you know, a lot of, a lot of us parents just drop our kids off at eight o'clock, pick them up at, at 3.15 and, you know, we might see a little homework, but now we're really getting into the weeds of it and, and understanding, wow, this is what their math looks like. This is what their reading looks like. And yeah. um, so it also helps us as parents uh, you know, just be better with our kids and, and be more cognizant and, and um, aware of what challenges they face and, and how we can help them overcome them as parents. And right. then personally, uh, you know, it, for a, a lot of people, they were able to grow, uh, whether that's reading more, whether that's going back to school, whether that is, you know, taking their health more seriously. And I think that those little small victories can't be overlooked. You know, those are things that are going to help them push forward and, and want to, uh, you know, do more going into 2020 or 2021, I'm sorry, uh, and be even better and come out stronger. Yeah, I mean, grow, like you said from the start, growth is, is huge, right? And you don't even always realize when you're growing. And I think that's probably what's happened to a lot of people, right? For the people that are staying negative or, or have this negative outlook on the year, you don't realize what you've gotten out of it and you may not realize it until we're back in, in more of a full swing. Who knows when we'll be back in the full swing, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that answer. I, lo I lo actually, I love this whole conversation. So, so it was great, but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, ultimate bachelor keys to life, 2020 positivity, 2020 positives, uh, all that stuff. So thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out. Keep checking us out. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. I have a great night. Love y'all.